7.32. So with a fourth confirmed case of the Wuhan strain of coronavirus here in this country now, President Moon Jae-in has ordered this thorough checkup of everyone coming in from that Chinese city. Uh, the health authorities here have also raised their warning level up a notch. I, I suspect all of us are going to be very cautious about anyone coming in from Wuhan if we're aware of that, but uh, generally perhaps from China. Professor Martin Dove, Queen Mary College London and of the Wuhan University of Technology has the distinction of ticking both those boxes. Thank you very much for taking the time. Hello, thank you. It's good to be here. So uh, what's your situation been like when you've told people that you've spent time in Wuhan relatively recently? Have you sort of noticed them take a step back or or have you noticed uh, any anything particularly different in your conversations with people? Oh, truth is I've not been out. Um, I mean, the first thing I did when I got back was think about going into work. So I, I asked if they thought it was okay. Uh, at first, I think they said, uh, sure, but then I, I, I think they're a little bit anxious about if nothing else, just about how it appears. So, in fact, I, I, I've really kept a low profile. Our, our government actually has just said uh, today that that people should self-quarantine. So I think I'm not going to be out and about now for a few days. So truth is, I, I really haven't met anybody. <laughs> when did you actually last uh, base yourself in Wuhan and, and how long have you been in the UK? So I was in Wuhan from 2nd, sorry, 3rd, to the 12th of January. Then I was in other parts of China until the 22nd, that's last Wednesday, and I came back I came back from Hong Kong on Wednesday. There's a few people who've come back from China and even from Wuhan itself to Korea. In some of those cases, we, well, we've now got four confirmed infections. Uh, there were people who were wandering around with symptoms uh, before being diagnosed. Uh, how long do you feel you need to quarantine yourself before you can safely say you're definitely not infected? Well, this is this is a different question, isn't it? I mean, it's a new a new infection. If you if you just took it at face value, you might just say, well, a few days is okay, and you might say fourteen days is the outer limit. But um, it seems to me they don't they, people don't really know if it's possible to be a carrier without actually suffering. Uh, I think that's not being established, and I think that's led to some some difficulty in setting policy here in the UK because they they. they you know, should should I say? Well, I was, it was now 15 days since I was in Wuhan, so I'm feeling okay now. I should should uh, resume normal life, or should I stay uh, stay away until somebody actually really knows for certain what the the uh, the time period is? And this is this seems to me to be the difficulty with a brand new infection. Uh, people are and the experts can only go on past evidences of other similar infections. Um, they don't really know whether this one is is the same or whether, in fact, it could be different. <clears throat> As it is, I, I'm feeling okay. I, I felt healthy the whole time. I could say that I think it's been long enough, but the truth is we don't know. The government seems also uh, to be erring on the side of caution and just asking us to self-quarantine until further notice, as far as I can tell. I'm curious... 
what the situation in Wuhan was actually like. Some of us will have seen footage on, on social media and images of people piling into medical facilities and actually reports that those facilities have been very vulnerable. Uh, but, but as someone who was there as this was uh, breaking out, what was your own experience of, of monitoring that through the media but also with your own eyes? So, I mean, the thing to understand, Wuhan is a big city. I mean, it's a big, big city. Um, I mean, I, I suppose I only really know in, in UK cities, but our cities are much smaller. And Wuhan is big. Uh, and there is a big, big river flowing through, the big, big river Yangtze flowing, flowing through. So where we were, which is on the, uh, on the, on the south and, uh, and, and east of the, of the river, uh, it, it seemed to me to be life was normal. Uh, the the outbreak is is in apparently is in a is in a market area that's the other side of the river, um, and I I mean I I had been told that where we were staying was about an hour's drive away, so you you can imagine that at that particular point in time it wasn't really spreading very fast, and the people I've who I've worked with who I've, I've talked to several of them on a daily basis uh, are saying that there's it's really very quiet. Not much happening where they are. Um, but in 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 China, um, I don't know how the health system is in Korea. Uh, it's different in the UK. In China, if you feel unwell, you go straight to the hospital. Yeah, it's quite and, similar here. Uh, my knowledge my knowledge of Chinese people is that they will go to the hospital quite quickly uh, if they don't feel very good. And we we in the UK, tend to anticipate that our doctor will just tell us to wait two weeks before uh, anything happens. Uh, but people in China, I know, uh, do go to the hospital quite quick. So I can well imagine that, that in something like this, there just isn't scope for the normal health system to uh, to cope with so many inquiries. So I can see that, I can understand that it's really quite, quite chaotic in those parts. How the world deals with this is obviously very important, though, not just how Wuhan's authorities responded initially. Uh, are you still a bit um, upset with the British government? I, I, I don't know actually how upset you were in the first place, but you did do an interview with The Guardian, um, which yeah, well, uh, shed some light on that. Yeah, well, I, 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 my, my original query was that the government was saying that he wanted uh, to track everybody who had been to Wuhan. And they reckoned about 2,000 people had come back from Wuhan in the relevant time period. And I, I thought to myself, tracking, tracking anybody uh, via flight details is going to be quite complicated if, like, uh, like I did, you had an itinerary. Um, so you fly to a hub, you fly from a hub to Wuhan, then you go from somewhere else, then to somewhere else, and then you go by car to another airport to get home. It's uh, complicated to, to piece together. Uh, so what I was expecting was the government to have some sort of self-reporting, um, but it doesn't seem to have a self-reporting mechanism. My, my feeling is that, 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 that the advice that, that they are coming up with is changing quite, quite quickly. Um, I, I would have thought most countries would have would have a firm plan in place because these things are known to suddenly uh, suddenly fly out, and I, I I don't know how many countries actually have a plan uh, in place, but I didn't get the impression that that we're operating from a plan 
I can say that. Professor Martin Dove, we wish you all the best. We hope you stay healthy, obviously, but uh, I hope things get back to normal at Wuhan University of Technology so you can resume your duties in the not-too-distant future. Thank you very much. Thank you for taking the time.